We had a conversation this morning about how like happiness is contagious and people being nice to you is just, it's contagious. Like I went to go get a hot chocolate and I walked back in, I was just so happy because everyone was so nice. And, and it's just, it's just not that hard. eh? like, it's just not that hard to be nice to people. And it makes such a big difference. Oh, Um, a huge difference. Yeah. Especially at the beginning of your day, like grabbing a coffee. It's like that. Well, I don't drink coffee, but it's like, you know, what you do in the morning, you want to be walking around with a bounce in your step because everybody's said hello and everybody's sprightly. Yeah. It's just so much nicer. Yeah. Um, if you've come back on to part two, say hi in the comments so that we know who's there because we can see a few of you, but we can't see your names. We have absolutely um, no explanation what happened. Who, who knows? <laughs> no idea. Um, but so um, we usually talk each week about one-ups, which um, a one-up is the idea of constant improvement in bite-sized form um, because clients are always super in- impressed by a salon that they can see always improving bit by bit and um, like that's pretty freaking daunting but if you just do little bite-sized improvements then clients do see constant imp- improvement but for you it's quite achievable. So last time that I was on the podcast um, I said my one-up was going to be getting a diffuser and so here's the you thing. Accountable. You did not. But I, here I am admitting. <laughs> so here's the thing, though, not for lack of trying. So okay. um, when we moved location, hi, Tony. Um, when we moved location, I went and did a massive, and, like, you guys know how cheap Kmart is. I spent $450 at Kmart. That's It took two trolleys, and we, like, it, yes, just, it was just a thing. Like it's just a whole then. thing. That's- so I had a list. I had been online. I'd screenshotted everything I want. And then we went there and we found everything. Um, Tony said she's a bit late, but she made it. But like we got cut off. So really we're all late or all on time, <laughs> depending on how you want to look at it. So I screenshotted everything I wanted from Kmart and I found everything. And you know, the one thing I didn't find, the bloody diffuser. And I had it on my list. I know but where then, they are. Oh, no, but I know where it is. No, but I, I looked. Like it, it wasn't there. Did you ask someone? No, it was like nine o'clock at night. That's past my bedtime for those that listened to part one of this podcast. <laughs> um, so, um, but then we had a um, a free seminar thing last week, and Campbell, one of our wonderful students, brought us like a housewarming present of a um, what is it called? A reed diffuser. A reed diffuser. So she has a diffuser. So technically. Have one, thanks, and it Campbell. smells flipping good. Yeah, Jesse actually mentioned it this morning without knowing what it was. It was the first thing I was like, "Oh, what's that yeah. smell?" So, Campbell, can you tell me where you got it from, please? Thanks. I think he might have got it from his work, though. Oh, where does he work? He works at a pharmacy on um, Lanaf, okay. really close by. I buy one from you, Campbell. Yeah, um, but also you'll be happy to hear that. Jesse, because um, last time that we ran out of essential oils for our hot towel warmer, I thought I'd be all nice and toasty and wintry and get like a scented, um, and obviously scented, a spiced orange kind of thing. Yeah. But I know that you hate that it leaves a blooming yellow dot on every towel. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't hate the smell, but yeah, you put it on the towel and it leaves yeah. a big yellow dot. So anyways, when I was at Kmart, I got a lavender one. Yeah. So Jesse will be, oh, right. okay. <laughs> well, you can have yellow dots or lavender. Yeah. You get to choose. I've given you the gift of It's not choice. about me. It's not about me. I mean, it should be sometimes. Everybody loves lavender. I love lavender. Have you done any one-ups in the last fortnight? 
Yes, I have been thinking because I did how to set your prices. Did you? Yeah. Did you like it? Yes. Honest, honestly. No, I loved it. I it reduced the decision fatigue for me. Oh, like, that's nice. Like meaning you get gave me everything I needed to think about, and then I just like put it in rather than me having to work it all out. And for me, if I had to work all that out, I just put it in the too hard basket. It is quite too hard. But what I liked is that you gave us like the blah, 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 and then we could work out the aftercare that we give our clients, the things that we give them at the end of the appointment, like a chocolate or a drink or something like that and work it all out. And I was just like, well, I would love to offer them something because I believe in what you said like it's all about exceeding expectations but you budget in yeah how you're going to do that and I know that when you were doing a lot of your salon stuff you had like your specially made chocolates and they were quite expensive and I was like I'm not quite ready to spend two dollars per chocolate on each client yeah (laughs) but I was just like but I couldn't figure out something little that I could give them that wasn't like tacky looking and then Holly Rose who I know um watches this podcast quite a lot she posted a photo of like the little Whitaker's individual bars and said who doesn't love chocolate while they're getting the nails done I was just like of course those are quite classy so I now get those little Whitaker's chocolate bars for them to take home with them and I get the pink ones because my business is very pink and just to shout out Holly her Instagram is Nails and Beauty by HJ. So I'm pretty sure that's the Holly that you're talking about. But yep, so you guys is. should go follow her. I just did um, um, a mobile appointment with her, and that's super. I fun. love getting together with students. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give myself a pass on one thing this week because. I just got a whole new place. Yeah. Like, give me a second. Yeah. Um, because, holy crap, just the last couple of weeks organizing. So even the extraction unit that we have, which hopefully you guys can't hear because it's right above our heads, but um, the extraction unit that we use to ventilate our space got moved from the last place to the new place. And it was supposed to be, like, quite cheap and easy because we already owned the machine and the electrician just had to move it. No, he got here and um, the roof, there's like an old roof inside the visible roof and he couldn't get to any roof, like easy roof to extract out of. So then I had to hire a roofer to put a hole in the roof. and So he took it straight through? I don't know. There was a lot of people here for like on three different days too because they kept hitting roadblocks. So that happened. And then hi, Kat. And then um, the tent guy. So (laughs) the only window, well, no, we have a small window, but the main window we have or main natural light we have is a skylight. And and we can't have, uh, bless your cotton socks, Um, we can't really work with a skylight because our products cure under UV light and the skylight is literally right there. Um, And... So I had to get it tinted. Well, the tent guy had to come back four times because first he didn't bring a ladder. I mean, it's a skylight, guys. But also um, then it turns out it's not glass, it's plastic, so he couldn't use his heat gun on it. And then it's not flat, it's domed, so it's all wrinkly. Like, blah, blah, blah. In the end, I was like, I don't care what it looks like. No one will look up. Plot twist, everybody looks up. No, um, Penny, you said in Messenger all the drama with it yeah and you said 
it's fugly, don't look up. So you looked up. So the first thing I did was walked in and... But even saw... my flatmate, who knew nothing about it, walked in and looked up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so that was a thing. So, like, it's... I guess they're not one-ups to a lot of people. I mean, the studio is. But, like, I'm tired. I'm going to give myself a minute. Well, la- the week that we moved in, it was a client week. So everything was probably crazy. So now they're walking into quite an established room. Yeah. But Dancing with the Stars finishes this week coming, and then I get to unpack my mobile case, and all the colors will go up on the wall, and yeah. that will be my, like, cheats one up because yeah. a lot of my clients haven't been able to see all the colors all on the wall at once because we've got a, um, a color wall, basically. Um, and so that, that's my little one-up is they'll get to see everything. Tony said, I need to do a one-up. I haven't even thought about it for like a month. I disagree, Tony. You just posted the other day that you have a, you've had a sign made. Oh, fun. She's had a sign made so people outside can see where she is. That's so, totally a one-up. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely yeah. a one-up. I emailed people to get quotes for signage today. Well, I didn't email people. But another thing that Holly got me onto was she's got one of those, like those guys have out there. You know, like the weighted base and the plastic bit you put in the middle. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they call it a sandwich board. Is that right? Sandwich board. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm not very up on those things. I need I to remember that we want a sandwich board. Can you remind me? Because that's on that's on my it's list. going in my notebook. Beautiful. Um, yeah, like, I want a sandwich board because I feel like now I just need to reach the people that don't go on Facebook and aren't seeing my advertisements. Yeah. Um, so. I'll tell you about Pen- uh, Holly's guy because he's really good. His the signage guy. Yeah, I mean, I already emailed a bunch of people. Let me know their quotes. Yeah. Well, I'll get a quote from this guy. I just I have to <clears throat> compartmentalize my brain, so I, I spent time getting like I messaged like maybe six people for oh. quotes. Two of them are coming. One tomorrow. One on Wednesday, I think. So Where I mean, are you I getting st- them up at the top of the drive. Yeah, we've got two then, spaces yeah. and like. Yeah, we've got a bunch of space for them, which is great because at our last place, we only had six-month contracts and they got renewed each time. But, like, six months is not enough for me to commit to the price of signage Yeah. Um, if we were going to then lose our contract. But now we're signed on for two years. So, um, Kat said, I try one-ups one fortnightly. I learned that on one of the lives you did, like, adding two colors of Fortnite. You get ten points and you're the teacher's pet, Kat. You're amazing. <laughs> um, so, um while you guys are listening, please do us a favor and hit the like button if you are enjoying this podcast episode because that does um, a massive favor to us for getting people to um, watch and listen and find us. Um, and before we continue on with the podcast, we just want to take a quick ad break to talk about um, our – that is not even the one, Jessica. Um, well, just That's the only ad I've ever gotten from you. No, it's not. Oh, my goodness, guys. Oh, so, did you send one yes, today? I did send one exactly where you asked me to send one. Guys, that should then have been a seamless nails and I didn't stop Should have been a seamless five. transition, but here we go. So our new Auckland studio is available for play and practice by appointment Monday to Friday, including three evenings a fortnight. Bring a model, bring a friend, and practice anything you want under the guidance of an educator. Bring your own product or have access to all of ours, including our nail art supplies, for only $10 a day. And you can PM our Facebook page for more information on that. You do not have to be a Monaco student or a Monaco graduate. You can just be a nail tech or whoever you want. Um, So, yeah, come along and have a go with us. So... 
let's move on to a little quick um, topic of the week. Um, so this sort of came up earlier because I've been I've spent the day um, editing a testimonial video from one of our students, Emma, and that'll you'll see that on social media later this week. But um, what I wanted to chat about today was what surprised you most during training, whether it be good or bad. So if you are watching the Facebook Live, tell us in the comments so that we can share them with people. What surprised you most during training, whether it be good or bad? And I can start because what surprised me was that I liked doing nails because I didn't think I, I didn't go into it wanting to do nails. I went into it just wanting pocket money. Yeah. It was more convenience and then I realized I bloody love it but I didn't that's what surprised me but it turns out that like so every weekend when I was a kid I would just (laughs) make stuff paint stuff craft stuff and then it turns out that's what we do for a job I didn't know because I just thought that nail techs just painted stuff like like everybody's boyfriend and husband ever who's become a nail tech because all the boys always think that we just paint stuff I thought we just painted stuff and then turns out I get to make things all the time. And that's and really cool. And we use words like epinikia. Yeah. And <laughs> we know things like polymerization. And um, chemistry. Yeah, where chemistry is. <laughs> we um, know all about plastics. <laughs> my um my sister just commented and said same penny, but I don't know what she's talking about. Same what? I've been talking nonstop <laughs> for like half an hour. <laughs> she was surprised that you were good. Oh, probably, yeah. Or that you enjoyed <laughs> it, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> She's the only reason I became a nail tech because I've told everybody this before, but she, I wanted a spare, like, part-time job. And she was like, do this so that I could get free nails. That's the whole reason I'm a nail tech is so that Jess can get free and, nails. And now she lives in Queenstown. And she's a nail tech so she can do her own <laughs> bloody nails. <laughs> All right, what surprised you about training? Um, I think I've spoken about this quite a lot. I was day one surprised that um i had we we didn't learn how to cut cuticles oh that's a good one i've said it before on the podcast but that was something that surprised me yeah Um, because you saw it on youtube or because you saw it in a salon because i saw it on a salon i just thought that's what you do oh yeah and like we were talking about today like we hard for us to I know about things that we're telling, but like people aren't dumb. They just don't know any better. They've they've been taught a certain way or they've been shown a certain way and they think that that's the way to do it. And so I came to training and realized that a lot of the way non-standard salons do stuff isn't correct. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that was another surprising thing. Is that that is I, thing. I, I was surprised by how extensive the knowledge and theory was. Well, that ties in quite well with what Tony actually commented because she said um, the amount of theory was a negative to start with but turned into a positive. Um, And she's also surprised that she had the motivation and determination to follow through when she struggled with something. Which, so first of all, the theory, because that's what you touched on. I wasn't, it wasn't a negative for me though. I was like, yes. There was no theory in my course. Well, there was tons because we are in in yours yes yeah but like even now like the girls do it um through the course online whereas all of ours was in our class so we all learned together i think it's i personally think it's better online because 
um you can, you can go over it again yeah. yeah and also because we update the online stuff quite often then you get the updates um but there was no theory in my in my training um <laughs> tony had said as well she was surprised that she had the motivation and determination to follow through when she struggled with something and that is such a tony thing because i know how like when something's not going she gets really frustrated which i'm like that when i don't understand something it's not so much if i can't do something then i am more motivated to keep going until i can because i'm stubborn so i want to keep going but if i don't understand something and people are explaining and explaining and i just don't get it that's when i shut down and get frustrated and that's what tony does as well yeah do you ever get that I'm similar, but I found in my now tech training, I was just like, I'm paying for training and this is what I'm going to be doing in the future. So I have to keep going until I can nail this. Whereas at home, if I start something and I can't get it right, like say I start crocheting and I can't get it right or it gets boring, I just give up. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing riding on it. Yeah, because I'm just like, why am I wasting my time? (laughs) So Jess, my sister, clarified she her surprise was that she liked doing nails so same as my surprise because we're not really like that so kat just um joined and if you guys are commenting as well feel free to say your instagram or your facebook like put your handle in because um you know we mentioned who you are when you're commenting but we would love to also shout out your pages um so kat said i was surprised we still get ongoing support even after finishing the course so if we have problems we can always post on the page well that is delightful i'm glad that it sucks that that's a surprise because I think it should be standard no matter where you go. But I love that 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 was important to you. Well, the three-week course was just like the beginning of your training. Yeah, definitely. And then you have like all these things set out for your support. Like you can come in here. You can log in online and have us watch you. You can come onto the novices and grads page and ask questions. Like there's just so much. And then, you know, towards the end of the year, you – take your assessments and stuff and then once you graduate you're still part of that page like it's like I'd still be on it if I wasn't an educator like I'd still be on it and asking questions and answering questions instead you just ask questions in our group chat (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is fine um Tony said the theory was a negative for her because she just wanted to paint pretty nails but now she loves that she knows everything I think that's quite um a solid point there is that knowing everything is something that um clients get surprised by like when they um they ask a question and you know the real answer and they're like whoa like okay so here's can i just share should i share that exchange i had with the lady this morning sure so um give me one second to just scroll down and find it so basically a, a lady who um so Trade swaps are us. We've done a podcast on trade swaps before. And have you? Yes. I'm gonna go find that. Yeah. Um, we did a whole one, but um the so we are Sorry. trade so where we are, we don't have any all day parking. There's plenty of parking for clients and models, but all day parking is trickier for us that actually work here. So um I we've actually trade swapped to with two two locals who are letting us park in their properties their residential properties in exchange for nails so one of them I was talking to um trying to work out what she wanted 
on her nails so that I could book her in for the swap. And she said, will it be normal polish, shellac or SNS? And I said, what would you prefer? And she said, currently I go fortnight on, fortnight off, shellac and SNS. And I said, is there a reason you swap between the two? She said, I heard shellac isn't that good for your nails over time. So I said to her, shellac and SNS are made of the exact same thing, so there shouldn't be a difference. But also, if it's applied correctly, looked after, and removed correctly, your nails should be exactly the same after removal as they were before application, no matter what you're wearing. So we'll probably stick with one thing for you. Which do you prefer? She said, oh, I've been lied to then, haha, probably SNS. And I said, cool, so that we can make sure it's the right choice. What makes you choose SNS? And she said, I don't find they lift as much, but in saying that, it could now all be how it is applied. I'm happy with either. So we're actually going to start her out on gel polish, which I explained to her after that, that shellac is gel polish and SNS is dip and they're just brands and stuff. So we did have that conversation afterwards, but we're going to start her out on gel polish because it's the more natural, lighter, natural feeling, um, lighter product. And then if it doesn't work, we'll move her on to dip. But I just thought it was interesting while talking about surprises and talking about how we love to know facts that somehow this lady who gets her nails done fortnightly thinks that gel polish is bad for your nails, but also somehow like thinks that it makes sense to swap between dip and gel polish, which. And somebody's, it kind of annoys me that somebody's let her like that. Yeah, and I think that just goes like the per- we don't know who she goes to, and she might go to a different person every time. And the thing is that this understanding of hers, this false understanding, could just relate to what she's interpreted. Like it might not be that an nail tech has told her anything. She might have just put two and two together and got seven um, from her yeah, friends and nail techs and stuff like that. And so that's why when we say that we love that we know the facts and the behind the scenes and the chemistry and all that stuff it's because something as simple as that we can take and explain and educate a client so that like put and they put so much trust in you when you've taken the time to give them that consultation yeah like i'd be impressed if somebody gave me that consultation before i even went in to get my hair color you know like do you know what i mean like they've taken the time to explain to me so I know when I get there I'm getting the thing that I need and I'm not just walking in saying give me this they give it to me and it doesn't work like she walks in gives says give me this they put it on and it lifts so she's like okay well next time I'll get SNS and then she thinks that she has to swap between the two yeah (laughs) and it's yeah I just I just like like because when you show people that you have time for them and you educate them like that, I think it builds trust. Yeah, definitely. Um, So we are all in this together, right? Like that's kind of the gist of what um, even Kat was just saying before and what Jesse elaborated with the support. So and we think that the beauty of Monaco is that we're a community of nail techs, not just a haphazard mix of individuals, exactly what Kat and Jesse were touching on. So while we're all chatting together, let's keep you keep each other accountable with one quick fire question each week that keeps us on our toes. So um, I'm going to pick one. one. Okay. Well, don't. I don't know what you did last time, so I'm just going to pick one at random. You've done All right. So, GS. yeah, I crossed that one yeah, off. Okay. So um, is your MSDS folder up to date, Jesse? No. No. What's an MSDS fold, uh, folder? Material safety data sheets. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Part of um, 
keeping in line with the code of conduct that relates to the health licenses that we are supposed to have as nail technicians and even just best practice. Like if you're not governed by bylaws in your city council area, you should still have an MSDS folder. So I'm See, I'm not, and that is my lame excuse for not updating mine yeah, with all the no one's different products I have. Yeah. Yeah. So an MSDS is a sheet that anyone who has chemicals has to have for those chemicals. So for example, acetone is used in a nail salon, but it's also used in a boat building factory. And it's also used in like all sorts of places. All of those places have the exact same MSDS that says what you do in an emergency. If there's a spillage or eye contact or a fire or accidental swallowing, stuff like that. Um, and an MSDS sheet is this material safety data sheet that tells you exactly what to do, who to call in the event of any emergency to do with that chemical and so for us with nail products the msds relates to each product so we don't have to have one for each ingredient like acetone but like cuticle oil will have one and dip powders will have one and cleanser will have one and so on and so forth and that's how you know you're getting a good product is if they can provide you with an msds yeah the distributor of any product should always be able to because it's a legal requirement and if they can't don't buy it yeah so we have a folder in in our studio a big red folder to make sure it's easy to find with all the msds sheets um and we actually, also have it on our novices and grads we do we have it on our files. facebook group and you can email and request them if you buy our products but also this new website that we are waiting as patiently as possible for but it's it's yeah so tony has spent a whole year a lot of time when you click on any product it's not the website's not launched yet don't run to it um <laughs> when you where are on, they yeah <laughs> when you click on any product under the product you just download the msds automatically that's so good eh so tell us in the comments just as an accountability thing just a quick yes or no is your msds folder up to date because it is a legal requirement for at least Auckland City Council area people. And I don't think, so just because I don't require a health license in the Waikato, my business liability insurance would require yeah. that I have that. And like if I was to go and claim, they'd be like, well, did you ha do you have your MSDS, you know? Yeah, like you, what was yeah. this followed? Was your health and safety plan followed? Yeah. Which should include checking the MSDS. But, I mean, even if you're People not governed <laughs> by anyone, it's best practice. Like yeah. safety first, you should have one. Zendry is admitting it is not up to date, which makes me really happy because that means that us doing this reminder has jogged someone i'm just trying to think back to when tony oh, says yes tony what a nerd no we're proud of she you. is we're very nerd. very happy but that's a good thing um i'm trying to think back to when mine was last up to date and i honestly think it's before i did dip training so since i did dip training i'm trying to think what other products i've poly gel no i don't do poly gel so i think it's dip and glitters my lucente glitters oh yeah but that's that's about all the the new stuff if that makes sense like new range yeah and Zendre said that she's gonna do hers as soon as she gets back from holiday which i love yes we made a difference yeah. <laughs> um so i'm gonna do mine this week oh are you just oh well you're gonna ask me about it next podcast now so i have to yeah we should have really asked about this once the new website was launched because then 
people could have just jumped straight to the website. Kat said, um, <laughs> where we live, no one cares if you walk your horse down the street. Same <laughs> But it's awesome to know and I'll definitely get onto it. Same so. <laughs> Sometimes the farmers come and close my gate and I'm just like, oh, a herd of cows are about to walk past. <laughs> um, so just um, before we wrap up, I wanted to take a second to remind you that our brand new Sparkly Auckland Studio is available for play and practice by appointment Monday to Friday, including three evenings a fortnight, not just for Monaco students, for any nail tech or nail tech student. Um, bring a model, bring a friend, practice anything you want. We're here to guide you the whole time. You can bring your own product or you can have access to all of ours, which includes all our nail art stuff, stuff that you might not own yet for $10 a day. And you can private message our Facebook page to get more info or to book into a session. Um, so with that done and dusted, and before you disappear, please like our page or follow the podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. We will be back just after 5 p.m. next Monday. But until then, check out Jesse at Shine Nail Design NZ. Shine Nail Design NZ on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Um, and myself, Penny Lawler, L-A-W-L-E-R, Nail Artist, again on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and until then, feel free to pop up pop a comment <laughs> under the podcast um, with your own Instagram, Facebook. We'd love to follow you as well. Have a great week and we will see you next time. Bye. Everybody. Bye.